Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Greetings comrades and welcome to the Eastern Border. And oh boy, it's been a really interesting day uh, these past 46 or so hours that I've been awake and working. Because, yeah, um, events are once again picking up and um, had a lot of things to catch up to. Some of them are, well, more sad and some of them are more kind of uh, weird. But still, it looks like um, I'll be sleeping every other day for a while at least. Because, you see... The massive assault has barely happened. It's gone totally awry because, um, well, at least in the part of Ugljadar, the massive assault has been led so incompetently that um, not only Igor Girkin, our buddy, you know, complains about it. Even Wagner Group channels are complaining about the whole ineptitude and, and the same thing happens everywhere. Reports from the front are about the fact that, um, yeah, people just driving straight up with um, zero air support, practically without any artillery because they lack ammo, and they continue to bashing their heads in. And in Ugliadar, that um, that caused a massive fuss today, since, well, a lot of tanks were destroyed, hundreds of dead, and extremely few if any, casualties from from Ukrainian side. I posted this on my Facebook and, and on Mastodon, but um, similar reports have been coming in all, all day long and night as well. And um, yeah, Igor Girkin, he also reported at some points on his Telegram channel that, oh no, this one village has been possibly taken. No, no, there are no major significant successes of the Russian side. Except uh, except tanks that have driven in on a minefield because someone forgot to tell them that they're on a minefield. It's pretty bad. And I really don't know what people were expecting. I mean, this was touted as the number one thing by the pro-Kremlin media. But, uh, but yeah, the Turbo Patriots, if, if you are new to the show, please check out my previous episodes because it's just a bit too long to explain the whole narrative of who is Girkin and what are Turbo Patriots. But yeah, Turbo Patriots are now kind of um, saying a, I told you so in a sad way. No one's really happy about it in the Russian side. But um, yeah, this is ineptitude of just magnificent proportions. I can't even report any major success there. It's just weird. 
but um, yeah, a lot of weird things going on. And it's just the casualty numbers are just coming in all the time. Um, I'm also watching Michael Nike and everyone else. And they're all just confused about how weird and pointless all this is. Like the incompetency is ridiculous. By the way, interestingly enough, uh, it's the Russian Marines who are being forced to just, you know, forced to run into assaults, just like, you know, regular troops. It's they've been taken up a bunch of casualties, which is a bit crazy. And all this is, again, playing on the existing conflict between Turbo Patriots and the Putin's media. And remember that uh, the Nazi guy that was, you know, killed very recently, which I talked about in my last episode. Well, yeah, it turns out the Turbo Patriots are doing their own investigation because uh, the government, the Russian government, isn't doing anything. And uh, the problem here being is that all the evidence that the so-called Turbo Patriots, namely Moores and Igor Gerkin, what they find, it all sort of comes up as this wasn't a Ukrainian special operation. This was probably um, Wagner Group who was told to do that by Putin. Because last checkpoint, like Wagner Group at some points just apparently had set up checkpoints for the first time ever and since... And on one of those checkpoints, apparently, this, you know, Nazi guy was stopped. So now, you know, the conflict is growing wider and everyone's just being a bit more confused about the situation. It it kind of pleases me, but it's just the whole mess to follow and, and keep everything oriented. In the meantime, in the meantime, well, we have some complaints about, um, at this point, I guess my friend Elon Musk, because apparently... Starlink have proudly announced that they've patched the ability for Starlink to be used in in drones and, and stuff like that. They can't be put in there. Now, I had to look this one up and, and uh, talk to some experts about this. It's not that Starlink internet can't be used for drones or for correcting artillery fire if you're just using it on the computer. Here, apparently, they patched something where you could like put a microchip in a drone and then it would automatically connect to the Starlink and... And, you know, Ukrainians had been, had been using it that way. Starlink commented um, that, you know, Starlink was never intended to be used as a weapon. But it just seems weird to me when they're literally building a project for the U.S. Army called um, Starshield. And again, how is your internet being used in a chip that's put in a drone, which flies and explodes, different to someone um, using your internet from a tab, just, you know watching and correcting artillery fire where everything's happening. It's just a weird hypocrisy, really, and it's just beyond weird about all this situation. Sadly, well, I don't know. I'm I'm really happy about the whole whole visit that happened and and that um, Zelensky got his medal. But I'd rather, you know, he'd be happier if he'd got some planes and tanks and whatnot. However, due to how he was, you know, how he was treated in the Europarliament, um, although uh, Chinese representatives in the Europarliament uh, the day before stated that, no, no, arming Ukraine is wrong and stuff, you know, in Europarliament, he was treated very well and nicely. And uh, I really don't know what, what needs to happen for everyone in the EU to get their stuff together and act, act a bit quicker. Meanwhile, 
<laughs> and this is the most fun news, the last one that, that I found out, because, oh boy, uh, this is third version of this episode, I had to cut some, some stuff out, but uh, this is stuff which I can genuinely tell you that um, no one will report on, from the English-speaking audience, because this just happened. See, there was, a, there was a book that was about to be launched, End of the Regime, in one of the more popular popular book uh, bookshell bookstores in, in Russia, you know, one that caters to more liberal audiences, the Russia liberal one. It was called uh, Falamste. And, you know, these guys, they had a new book coming out, one Alexander Banov's new book, End of Regime. And uh, apparently, according to Medusa, uh, they, uh, <clears throat> quote, they were, uh, this bookshop was confronted with censorship when trying to send out a marketing SMS. The title, End of Regime, appears to have triggered censorship filters across multiple wireless providers when mentioned in an, S in a, in an SMS. And, uh, well, several days later, basically, the book wasn't selling, even though people had pre-ordered it and no one found out. Apparently, a couple of days later, technical support who kind of ran through these services said that, quote, the message could not be delivered because it contained possibly illegal information. And uh, the latest report is that the message finally went out when the words end of regime were deleted from the text. Now, the author himself, Alexander Baumov, says he should have given his book a different title, maybe Regime Without End. But, um, yeah, apparently calling Putin a regime is a bad thing. But you see, this book really was popular, and like I said, amongst the Russian intellectual crowd. Do you know who also are in Russian intellectual crowd? Hackers. Because there's a hacker group which have been recently hacking every TV station and showing Nevzorov's shows and what's really happening in various towns across, across well, all, all Russia. And, uh, yeah. Belarusian hacker group, Cyber Partisans managed to basically acquire, somehow, an official Roskomnadzor document. And Roskomnadzor is the organization in Russia that um, basically does what NSA does in the United States. They are the big guys who look over everything, you know. They're the guys who scan your internet and determine if you're posting something extreme or illegal or criminal. And the text that I got is pure genius. That is literally the full list which are of the very kind of um, illegal to use, suspicious, and uh, even sometimes extremist keywords, which are, you know, to be, to be checked always when used together with Mr. Putin. Basically, this is the whole... Th there is now leaked on the internet a huge list in Russian about all the ways Mr. Putin does not want to be associated with or he doesn't want to be called names. Now, I gotta tell you, you know, I've, I've even made an episode about Russian swear words. But I read that list, and uh, it even challenged me. I had to, I didn't even, you know, couldn't even imagine some of these words. So, you know, I won't go through reading you, reading all of this to you, because reading just a huge list of about two, a four pages, which consist of nothing but various swear words, yeah, that's a bit daunting. I just wanted to pick out, pick out something interesting. And there are some things which you can definitely use in your everyday life. See, uh, first off, there are three sections in this document. And the first one, for some unknown reason, 
is a very specific. They uh, specifically are about any words related or showing that the president might be interested in pedophilia. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Yeah. Now, there's all sorts of things. You can't, you can't say uh, all, all, anything that, you, that the president loves children, anything of that sort. But in this section, there are two, two words that are specific. One is just contact. No, no, not contact with anything. Just if you mention contact and Putin, apparently they'll, they'll view this. And um, yeah, pedo bear also made sense, both in Russian and in English. Those are the two weirdest ones. So Putin personally apparently knows what pedo bear is. Someone please make memes about it. But that wasn't as interesting as the next, next section, which was... Which was mm, the mention of president in the context of, um, well, sexual relationships. And, you know, then there was a huge list, once again, about every possible word on, on various degrees of rudeness in any way related to sex. And which, apparently, you know, if you mention them together in, with the president somehow, then, you know, that's sexual and that's bad and you might get into trouble. And they have, like, all these, all these written documents. Interestingly enough, that in this section, very specific section, which is only about sexual relationships, there are also words like um, tyrant, elections, terms, and protests. I think it kind of... Um, and they're, they're together with, 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 with rapist, uh, rapist, lots of rude swear words and, and, and various epithets. But yeah, you know, it um, kind of shows what... Putin thinks about honest elections. And then there was the weirdest and longest part. Just general mat rudeness, which was just a huge one. And besides all the various ways about how Putin doesn't want to be called a shit eater and many other words, which are all just too weird and long to say, I do have to say that some of them were interesting. In this section, apparently, well due to how um, the country name of Honduras sounds kind of like a condom in um, Russian. Yeah, apparently, if you mention Honduras together with Putin, that's bad, because, you know, that's slang in, in Russian as well, but just so you know. Also, in general, a total very weird swear words was corruption, sanctions, czar, KGB, banditism, lack of money, Yes, lack of money is a swear word for uh, these ultra-elites. <clears throat> and, interestingly enough, an interesting uh, remake of an old uh, Soviet saying. 
uh, watching over watching over basically the watching over the order uh, kind of irregularities does not concern him. That comes from the old saying that uh, Soviet militia, yeah, that they only care about the orderly stuff and they're not interested in investigating any, any kind of crimes or whatever. Also, apparently, um, I thought there would be some jokes about him being short, but that couldn't find it on the list. But apparently he's really sensitive about his hair. If you call him, you know, bald, then... Um, he will, you know, be offended. But those are just weird things that I didn't think that they should, you know, be in there. But um, two, of, two, two nice little words which are there for you guys who speak Russian, which are apparently just so beautiful that I had to include them because they are true in, in true Mott style swear words with some artistic merit to them. <clears throat> I, for example, will continue to call Mr. Putin Archipizdrit. That that comes from Arch. Vagina something. It's weird. And then there is Pizda Stradatel. Or the one who suffers because of a vagina. Or something. It is just beyond weird. And uh, yeah. Now, if someone asks what do you think about Mr. Putin. You know, just replace Mr. with um, any of these words. And I'm sure you'll do just fine. But yeah, with the war going bad. And apparently now we, that we know the whole list of things, there's another interesting thing that um, is quite showing that Russian economy isn't doing that well. They also recently made a whole kind of a economics forum, whose whole thing was basically um, they asked the largest kind of businessmen in Russia to please voluntarily donate some money to the Russian budget because it's going really bad. And surprisingly enough, these guys just said, "Well, no." Now I don't know if I don't know if they know something that I don't, but uh, again, kind of shows the weakness of Putin's internal power. And uh, also, if I was them, I'd be you know not going very close to windows. But I think, well, and I'll end this episode on this because uh, lots of war, precise news, and tanks to recognize, and and I don't want to give you precise front information besides Ugledar, which I can confirm and I know about before anything happens. It's a lot of statistics data. We're going to go, um, we're going to have a huge episode where we just go city by city, everything that's happening there. I just want to make sure that it's done properly because currently on Telegram, if you share, if, if someone is sharing you that on Twitter or anything like that without actual sources, uh, it might as well just be fake because Russian side has even people who are on the front from the Russian side. They're reporting that, uh, oh boy, yeah, many false flags, many weirdness is going on right now. Why? Well, again, because like the Turbo Patriots of Russia always state, their communications are effed completely. A lot of times they just don't work. And, well, even when people are trying to do their mm, genocidal job to the best of their ability, oftentimes it just goes wrong. Just another example of how badly everything's or everything or is organized. But yeah, my final thing about why I'm pretty sure that, um, that the whole Russian thing and economy and why sanctions are working. See, they recently, literally today in the morning, started on Telegram sending out messages, inviting everyone, where um, they you know need people. On the 22nd of February, 18 plus, to go to a concert. 
obviously, um, passports are needed because, well, you know, the ma- mass participants in um, which is which is going to happen because they're going to make a concert. There's going to be huge protest to show people's support for Putin and everything. Yeah, apparently they're paying their, um, you know, people who are totally voluntarily going there and being happy 500 rubles. First of all, that's um, three times less than, um, you know, from from the whole previous thing, which was when the referenda happened. Secondly, I just wanted to leave you with this. 500 rubles is about 6.4 euros. About the same in dollars, about $7. Now, I'm really sorry, but... Um, when someone, again, you know, when I see some advertisements or where someone, you know, is trying to argue with me or sending angry emails about how Russia is actually super glorious and how, how the West is just making it look bad. Yeah, you know, if, if you live in a country where your government can pay you literally seven bucks for you to just, you know, go and participate somewhere out there in support of the war and you actually go there. That, that's just saying something. I mean, that is just kind of sad. Because seven, even not even seven, 6.4 euros. Apparently, that's how much a person's dignity is, is worth there. And again, I'm kind of surprised it's worth anything, really, at this point. But... Just kind of shows. Yeah, like I said, this episode a bit more philosophical um, and about the whole swearing thing and and everything. It's just because now I have a lot of data, hard one to analyze and figure out what's happening. Because Russian liberals, they're getting a bit sad as well. Everyone's going crazy. Lots of work in front of me. I have to double check all the captured cities and towns and everything. Gotta analyze war crimes as well. That's all coming soon. For now, до свидания, товарищ. And uh, yeah, remember that if you want to become our patron, you can do that in patreon.com slash border. You can also just go to thesternborder.lv and click the donate button there and just listen from that site. If you if you wish, you can just also just email us and it's going to be nice. We're on Mastodon. I have to find out the precise link there, but just that they have many servers and, and everything. But yeah, seems like episodes are coming more densely again, and uh, I'll probably get some sleep because, oh boy, I have three hours to do that, and then back to work I go. Now, more than ever, happiness is mandatory. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.